up, y'all? This is your girl, Tori Alamaze, straight from the ATL, and you're listening to Psychotic Bunk School with your host, DJ Rome, at KCWG, thetruth.com, the best internet radio on the planet.
Yes, yes, y'all. The sweet sounds of some natural music. Ladies and gentlemen, this is KCWG, the truth.com. The name of this program is Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome. And once again, I'd like to thank record engineer, producer, Miss Octavia Landix for stopping by this evening. And for this segment, wow, this is a powerful segment right here, y'all. We have National Women's Day coming up, and we have two amazing guests on the line that are going to help us celebrate that this weekend. But before I bring these two amazing guests in, I want to welcome someone back who you've heard on the air here before. Uh, she's a local artist in Southern California, and she's done some amazing stuff in the hip-hop scene as well as jazz scene. And uh, she's an amazing artist and a good friend. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to Psychotic Bump School, Miss Enjoy on Sax. Enjoy, are you there? Yes, sir. What's good with you? What's good? Welcome back. It's been a long time. Well, yes, yes. I'm glad to have you here from one musician to another. We have some amazing sisters on the line, Enjoy. And uh, I figured you'd be a good person to help me uh, talk to them. So, uh, what do you say? Shall we meet the ladies, Enjoy? Yes, please. I've discovered their music recently and have been blown away by their, their talent, for sure. Oh, they, they're the truth. They are definitely yeah. the truth. So let's mm -hmm. bring them in. Uh, like I said, National Women's Day is a celebration in South Africa, and we have two of the top female jazz artists in all of South Africa, and they're here for the week and for this weekend as they are celebrating National Women's Day at the John Anson Ford Theater this weekend. So first up, I'd like to introduce you, vocalist, trombonist, the amazing Sia Makusini. Miss Sia, are you there? Hi. Yes, I am. Hey, hey. welcome. Hey, welcome aboard. And we have the amazing keyboardist, vocalist, composer, all of that, and then some, the inimitable Miss Tandy Tooley. Miss Tooley, are you there? I'm here. Thank you, and it's good to be here. Oh, it is such a pleasure to have you both. You just met my co-host for this segment, Miss Joy, who's a standout musician in her own right. So I'm excited to have all of you here. Well, uh, welcome to California. Um, I know this isn't a, an entirely foreign and maiden voyage for you both because I think you've been here before. So uh, let's start with Sia. Uh, we just played a track that featured both you and Tandy on a track called... What was the name of that song? That was called Through the Thunder. And That's that was from right. one of your more recent projects. So um, what can you tell me? And then I'm going to turn to uh, Tandy. Uh, what can you tell us about uh, your career and how you got started in South Africa? And how did Tandy and you make your way all the way here to join us and bless us in California? Can you talk to us a little bit about your journey from there to here? Sure. Um, well, uh, I, I guess I started off actually um, on trombone. Uh, people mostly know me as a trombone player in the jazz field, but uh, as well as vocals these days. But um, I started off quite young. Um, I think I was like interested in music from a really young age. Um, just simply by virtue of having music in the household, my parents collected music, um, and I guess for me it was really really interesting in, in the sense of like looking at my my father's collection, which was extremely diverse because he listened to everything. Um, so when I was growing up, one of my favorite pastimes would be to get home, drop the bags off from school, and actually sit through his vinyl collection and try and listen to as much music as possible. And I think that that was where, once I actually started playing music, you know, the, the whole notion of, like, diverse or finding things and being able to blend genres became such a big interest for me. Uh, but I started off um, mm. on classical trombone, and then from there I discovered this wonderful thing called jazz music through a program that was being run at the school. 
where every Friday was an extracurricular program and uh, we as students of the school had an opportunity to actually learn everything about big band music, swing, and I just kind of like fell into it, you know. it was. It, I, I don't think that I had an idea in my head that I wanted to do something. I just knew that I was very interested and I wanted to kind of like see what I could do and the trombone found me through that. And from there, I also discovered vocals um, in the lives of people like Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughan. Um, it started when yeah. I was about 15. And I just kind of like decided to stick with it. I knew that when I left school, that it was uh, definitely something that I, I wanted to, to, to keep with me. Um, come through, I guess, my first few years outside of high school. I was in Johannesburg and uh, was very lucky to actually meet up with a lot of people who were, I consider mentors, you know, there was people that I was looking up to. Um, as much as I found out a lot about the American jazz side of things, I started actually discovering that there were musicians from South Africa who, who were also really kind of prolific in, in, in the genre. And it was really amazing in that they saw some talent in me and actually decided to take me under their wing. And so I started performing mm. on a professional level at like the age of 20, just traveling with these musicians right. and, and learning as much as I could. And I, I guess in, in, within that realm, like, I knew that I'd always wanted... I'd, I'd been composing since I was 15 years old. Um, and it wasn't necessarily oh, wow. anything... Yeah, it wasn't necessarily anything where I, I wanted to, to compose a specific style of music. I just knew that I was really into trying to kind of figure out writing about my experiences, writing about, I guess, everyday life, but also writing about dreams and possibilities for myself. And... Um, Jazz music has really been such a, an amazing tool for me to be able to express all of those all of those wonderful things. And so, that that fast forward into a few years, I've been playing with a lot of um, a lot of uh, prolific musicians from from South Africa. But it also opened up an avenue for me to be able to travel mostly to Europe. And I guess I haven't looked back since. And so I'm, I'm so happy to actually be here. This is my first time actually in the United ah. States. And yeah, nice. and I think it's a wonderful introduction. I'm I'm really excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm uh, I'm excited too, and I'm sure the audience is as well. Tandy, I'm coming to you in just a second. Enjoy. It, how rare is it to have um, Sia plays horn and you play horn? How rare is that <laughs> for sisters to to play horns? Isn't that not too common? Yeah, I was actually going to ask her that. Um, because for me, it, it has been, um, it's helped me being a female uh, horn player because it's so rare. You know, it's like an extra little marketing tool or whatever. But then I feel like, you know, when you play a horn first and then you go to vocals, it is such a help. Like, it helps you so much mm. because it actually makes you understand, you know, it makes you use your voice as an instrument, not just as like a normal vocalist would, you know. And um, when I was listening to your music, I was hearing... I was hearing one of my favorite jazz vocalists, um, Flora Purim. Are you familiar with her music? Ooh. Absolutely. No, she's a huge influence. Wow. Um, I think I would say that the the very kind of like people who stand out in terms of those influences are Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughan, uh -huh. Flora Purim, and then my other all-time favorite is a lady by the name of Ursula Dutiak, who is based in, in, she was actually from Poland. Um, and, and, and those four women really kind of like allowed me to be able to, to, to sort of like find my own voice because I saw that in them. I could actually, you know, Ella, in as much as they're in the same style, Ella does not sing like Sarah, right? 
And, and, and when right. I came across Laura, she was just doing some incredible stuff, which was extremely experimental. And that was something that I hadn't heard right. before in a list on of any kind, for that matter. So between Flora and, and Ursula, I think that that was something that kind of like allowed me to say, well, I can actually use my voice in such a manner that, that I, I really kind of, you know, stretch that whole sort of mold of, of being an instrument because it, it, it right. went beyond your typical singing scales and that kind of thing. I actually could like start creating sounds with my voice and... Um, they're, they're really, really super influential in terms of my sound. Yeah, I love that. I love that you're carrying that torch on because a lot of people are afraid to go there, but I feel like it's so liberating to just to just sing from your spirit and to just do whatever you want to do and not listen to the rules of what you learned in school because it, it just creates a whole other vibe that is just very rare and it's very needed, so I appreciate you going there with it. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we also have Tandy here. Tandy is an amazing singer, also Enjoy, and I heard both of their their music. It's truly mind blowing. So, Tandy, what was that journey like for you? I know you've been to California before. I don't think this is your first time here. So, no. what can you tell us about? Yeah, what can you tell us about your journey uh, from South Africa all the way to here? And uh, how have you distinguished yourself in the world of jazz? Can you tell us about that a little bit? Sure. It, it is actually also my first time here, and. Um... I think. Oh, right on. It, Welcome, yeah, ladies. It, thank you, thank you so much. It's it's a very special trip for me. I was telling uh, Jason that I grew up in a a very musical family. Um, my my uncle was a musician. My aunt, who I'm named after, was also a musician. And I just grew up around music. And uh, you know, my my grandfather used to write songs that we used to sing at family gatherings and all that. Um, so music is something that I grew up around. Uh, I went for classical training when I was a young uh, child. But then I think when I got to high school, I started uh, getting the sense of boredom of playing songs that were already written. And I was um, kind of curious to find out how it would be if I could write songs. So my studying uh, jazz and getting into the world of being a jazz musician came just by virtue of really wanting to know how to compose music. Um, and I met a, a piano player who was basically playing off the cuff and playing beautifully, and he's the one who, who got the seed of, of jazz for me. He said, yeah, you'll learn how to improvise. And, and that brings me to where I am today, I guess, after, you know, you go through the whole journey of studying, you learn the, 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 the tradition, you play gigs. Um, I was based in Cape Town, uh, playing gigs in the city whilst I was still studying as well. And as time went on, I continued to like try things out, writing um, my own music and putting together my own band whilst I was still in school. And I guess 2014 was when I decided to go into studio, record, and I got such great feedback from my first album. Um, I think that's when I started really feeling that, okay, maybe I can do this. <laughs> right? Um, and yeah, it's been a journey since, yeah. That's fabulous. You know, I, I'm always excited, Tandy, uh, Sia, and Enjoy, when I hear about someone getting over the hump of learning how to improvise on the instrument. Because for me, I, I learned how to play guitar, but I couldn't get that improvisational thing down. I don't, it, it's just, one of those things where I learned from a jazz teacher, you just have to want to do it, number one. 
and you yeah. kind of have to be patient. So, um, Angel, what can you, you know, what what was it like? You know, Tandy, this is for you primarily, but learning how to improvise, can you talk to us about what that process was like? Because a minute ago we just played, I don't think you heard it entirely, but we played uh, the, oh, my God, Through the Thunder, and that featured both of you on the same track. Uh, yeah. What can you tell us, uh, both of you, about the improvisational elements that went into that song? And then, Angel, I'd like for you to chime in a little bit, too. But, Tandy, what, what was it like to improvise, and particularly how did the two of you come together with that element on the song Through the Thunder? Well, for for me, I think improvising was a huge challenge and um, a complete paradigm shift because uh, being a classical musician, everything you play is given to you. And then uh, when you study jazz, you 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 kind of learn the various um, ways of playing. You learn the tools that you're given to improvise. You learn the language, and then you're just told to um, choose from what you learn, which can be quite scary. Uh, when you've been trained to play something correctly. Uh, but fortunately, I was kind of drawn to um, certain certain musicians like Moses Molalekwa, who I guess his playing really showed me how the piano could sound as almost being approached as an African instrument. And I kind of learned there is a bit of learning the tools for improvisation, but some of it also has to do with um, finding your voice and finding what, what kind of expresses your inner self the most. And I guess it just took a lot of courage. And I, I don't think I can say that I've, I've gotten there yet. I'm still constantly trying to get better and, and feel freer when I improvise. But um, it's definitely a long process. About that, and Sia, how about for you? Yeah, um, I guess uh, Tandy has actually kind of uh, touched on a few things there in terms of obviously uh, being in an environment where you are given tools when it comes to to improvisation. As I said, I mean, with me, the the, the journey was from from high school, where the program that I was involved in in, in the big band was really quite a, a big factor for that. Like we had an opportunity to be able to actually take these songs every single Friday and then be allowed an opportunity to, you know, just take solo no matter how many sort of like, you know, bars that you're taking, but like it's, a, it's an opportunity for you to actually build your own voice. So um, it, it, it definitely was scary because I was also coming in from, from the angle of, of being trained in a classical manner on trombone. Um, but right. I think... Having peers, having people, and, and having a band structure from such a young age was really, really amazing because then we could actually encourage each other to, to sort of like take risks. Um, and what was interesting is that by the time I started doing it professionally, I had a lot of mentors who then had a different approach in saying, that's all well and fine, and you've learned all these tools, and you've got the language down. But to be able to actually get to a point where your voice comes out and is really strong enough, like you have to learn to almost kind of break those rules, you know, get to a point where you're using the language, but, but in, in such a way that you're not following a certain module and so, or a certain kind of like sound, so that you can actually be able to really, really kind of like delve deep to see what it, what it is that you can express. Um, so I learned, to, I, I learned on many levels to just sort of like learn and unlearn. On, on so many levels, 
And I think that that kind of, it, it, it's on trombone as well as vocals for me. Um, but I guess, you know, improvisation is a huge part of what I do. I collaborate a lot with many different musicians. And that is a space that I really, really love because it keeps me on my toes and um, nothing can ever be, you know, the same or nothing can ever actually get to a point where it becomes sort of dull. And so mm-hmm. I try to... I try to always live in the moment when it comes to that. I don't think that I approach improvisation in a way where I'm like, okay, I'm doing a solo now, and we are in this key. We're going to. I, 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 would, I like being able to just kind of travel to wherever the instrument can take me. Um, and um, yes. it, I mean, when I when I compose, I guess I don't necessarily think about the improvisational factor. I don't necessarily think about it like that. I think that that comes in once the band and the people that you've chosen to actually kind of like carry the music out are there and they're in the room, then that magic can actually take place. That's right. Wow. Well, Enjoy famously said on this show, uh, who was that that taught you, Enjoy? What, did they, what, what advice did they give you uh, before you play what? Do you remember what you said last time, Enjoy? Oh, yeah, before you play, pray. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. that's definitely how I approach it because I, I never I was trained classically and, and whatnot, but I've always been such um, a lover of like you know Coltrane and, and Pharaoh Sanders and that's the kind of stuff that I grew up in my household that my mom was playing, and so mm-hmm. I, I just always wanted to play freely and honestly like when I when I improvise I never really like try to like think of what I'm gonna play or like you know prepare my solos I always just play from my spirit. And it's just crazy because it always blows my mind, like, what comes out because I never thought about it, you know, and it, it just comes out so amazingly when I actually do pray and I let, the, you know, the spirit, you know, just play through me and I don't think about it because the more I think about it, I feel like it sounds a little too contrived, you know. And, um, yeah, so the spiritual aspect is very big for, for me when it comes to improv. Um, and, you know, South Africa, it's it's funny because when I found out that I am South African, like 80-something percent South African, what? I've never been there. Yeah, I've actually, I was born here, but I, I found that out not too long ago. Um, I did not know that. I didn't I, know it either. I didn't know. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So but, these are truly you know, your also, sisters on the line here tonight. These are your sisters. Exactly. My spirit sisters. Wow. It was crazy because I found out that, you know, South Africa is like the cradle of civilization. You know, like the real Jerusalem apparently is there and the Garden of Eden and all Mm. that. So I just wanted to ask you ladies, like, do you feel like um, you get a lot of, like, you know, spiritual energy or or influence from just being in in that space with, you know, when it comes to your music Mm -hmm. and just in life period? Yeah. Oh, good question. I I, I can definitely say so. I think that, you know, maybe it even, it it might even come out in in some of the songs that I present that I draw from a lot of of, of different influences, but a lot of it is um, what people would consider folk music almost in a way, in terms of like music that comes from South Africa. And um, mm-hmm. I, I think every time I'm on stage, there definitely is an, an, an element where I, I kind of can use myself to the spiritual realm. So I would agree with you on that one. Yeah, I also agree. I think right. um, I think also South Africa is a very spiritual nation, um, and uh, maybe it's it's something that was brought about or was was accentuated with our past. Um, but we definitely are a very spiritual nation. It's almost like the the energy within the audiences is also there with you when you're 
doing what you do on stage. So you're never really alone in in that spiritual realm. It's kind of like a communal thing where we all travel to the, that place um, as an audience and as as um, performers. That's that's what I generally feel from the audiences back home. Wow, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah, I, I would have never thought. I mean, Angel, when I invited you here, I had no idea you were going to say that. This is just um, amazing karma yeah, that's here. That's you asked me. I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Right? <laughs> I was well, also, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, that was just in the car. So this is KCWG, thetruth.com. The name of this program is Psychotic Bump School. My name is DJ Rome, and we're joined tonight by the amazing Sia Macusini, Tandy Tuli, and my co-host for this segment is the incomparable Angel A. We play sax, ladies and gentlemen. Well, ladies, we're just about out of time. I can't thank y'all enough for coming here tonight, and welcome to California. We're so excited to have you here. Uh, I just want to throw in that uh, hosting this event this uh, weekend on the 11th, I believe, August 11th, it's called Uprising, an Afro-Future Jazz Herstory. And it's going to be featuring our two guests here on the line right now, Sia and Sandy. Uh, it's going to be hosted by our good brother, Mr. Garth Trinidad, from over there on KCRW, as well as the amazing, talented actor, Mr. Don Cheadle. That's right, Mr. War Machine, y'all. Don Cheadle is going to be hosting this event. And one of our featured performers, two of them, are here with us right now, both Sia Makassini as well as Tandy Tuli. Well, ladies, um, any final thoughts? We have, uh, well, we have one minute left. Um, we're going to just be following your careers and keep you all up in prayer that you are able to bless us this weekend in celebration of South African's National Women's Day. Uh, I want to send a shout-out to all the wonderful people who chimed in from uh, South Africa. Y'all have an amazing following back there. I've been seeing the response online when I put up um, that you were going to be in town. Uh, I'd say it's probably like nine hours ahead out in South yeah, Africa yeah. right now. So if anybody's what? listening, uh, <laughs> keep us in prayer as these ladies go forward. Well, Sia and Tandy, thank you so much for joining us tonight. I also want to thank LaRonda Crosby-Johnson, as well as Octavia Landix, my amazing co-host for this segment, Miss Angel, and, of course, Sia and Tandy. Ladies, Godspeed, and we'll be continuing to watch over you. Well, this is our show, Psychotic Bump School. You are very welcome. We're here every Monday evening from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific time. Check back with us. Next week we're going to have the amazing Mr. Eric Rico. And I'd like to thank our producer, who is the Iron Man behind the board. He goes by the name of Mr. Starks. And we are out of here, y'all. Be sure to check out Uprising and Afro-Future Jazz Herstory this Sunday at the John Anson Ford Theater. And it goes down at 2850, excuse me, 2580 Cahuenga Boulevard East in Hollywood, California. Tickets are available. You can call the box office at area code 323-461-3673. Well, that's our show. I'm DJ Rome, Psychotic Bump School. We'll see y'all next week, y'all. Take care.